0: you who do not follow us on social media Cassie did have her baby but she did it you know after we had already recorded our shit for last week so Mm. it was too late I I don't remember which day exactly he's a few weeks old I was talking to her today because I'm trying to hang out with him and then we wanted to know how she was enjoying motherhood and she said well now that my nipples are being shredded daily from breastfeeding it's way better and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. They are or they are not being shredded. Or do you enjoy them being shredded? I'm confused. Mm. She said they are not being shredded. So I guess she's no longer breastfeeding. She said that he is content when he's fed and not screeching in hunger, which, you know, welcome to the real world, Steve. In the last couple of weeks, we've gotten some new Patreon subscribers. So thank you to Beatrice, Garrett, and Tessa. Garrett's pretty chatty. He sent us a message on Instagram and said, Since Halloween is coming up soon, you guys should do a mini episode on screaming Jay Hawkins' mistreatment towards women and his 33 or so kids that he abandoned.
1: Who is this guy?
0: Oh, he sings I Put a Spell on You.
1: Like that old school version? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was
0: born in 1929.
1: Okay, that makes sense
0: and jesus oh pioneer of shock rock so this was the next thing that he said uh yeah aside from him being a terrible person he had a wild stage presence that inspired many like alice cooper the cramps and i think coven too and coven's a pretty cool band i think he would like that but uh yeah so he suggested that and then he also sent us an email same guy
1: this the guy out in uh illinois or is this somebody else this is somebody else oh okay he just
0: subscribed to our patreon and then send us a bunch of messages gotcha. sorry
1: i I forget people's names
0: you only remember sorry, the guys. one person who <laughs> last time you said he was in iowa did i yeah you were like oh our fan from iowa you tell us what this means and it was like no would, he's, I, he's I, from I, illinois
1: i I must have had slipknot on the brain there
0: yeah probably well he says uh hi death by podcast team my name is garrett oh shit this guy's from illinois too garrett from illinois he put F i don't know what that means
1: uh fucking illinois bastards oh that's what the uh, that's what the Wisconsinites call people okay. from Illinois.
0: Well, damn! I Hi, guess Kate. they heard you calling them that, and they <laughs> I, came to I our made podcast. a reference
1: to it. Yes, I uh, Kate told me what that means, and I, I had I explained it on the show at some point. I was, I was saying I'm not calling anybody this, but this is what people in Wisconsin call people from Illinois that go up to the Wisconsin Dells. Well, <laughs> so
0: damn! I mean, they heard your call, and now they are listening to our podcast. He says. I discovered your podcast through Spotify when I was looking for podcasts to listen to while I'm at work. I'm now caught up with all your episodes on Spotify, my favorite being the Bobby Fuller. now I'm going through the ones uploaded on your Patreon. I'd love to hear you guys talk about these very interesting life, uh, life and death of these artists, whether it's on Spotify or Patreon. So Nick Drake, he said, was suicide. Nico fell off her bike and hit her head. Graham Parsons, which we've had requested multiple times. Um, drug overdose he said what's very interesting about his death is what happened to his body after he died which it was stolen and burned uh sonny bono skiing accident which uh garrett we do have we didn't go into his death but we did yeah, do the sonny we, and share episode on we patreon mentioned it, yeah and he said lastly if i had to pick a song to be murdered to it'd be goodbye horses by q lazarus probably because of the movie silence of the lambs oh okay keep it up thank you uh, let's see, I also, I fucking went to Louder Than Life, that's where I was when Cassie's baby was born, which is why I don't know what day it happened, because that whole thing was a blur. But I did fucking meet Alicia Taylor, again, Corey Taylor's wife, remember I said I oh, saw yeah, them in the yeah. airport yeah, all that airport. fucking time ago? And then I tagged her in a, I tagged both of them in a post, and I was like, fuck, yeah. I just walked by them at the airport, it was them. And then she responded to it and was like, you should have fucking said hi, and I was like, god damn it! <laughs> Cause it's Corey Taylor, it's Corey motherfucking Taylor. Yeah, Slepton. you never really know
1: what to do in those situations. Holy you shit. see him out in the wild like that. It's like, do I approach him? Do I do I leave him alone? Yeah, it's like I don't, don't want to be disrespectful. Rude. And yeah.
0: So I was at this music festival. I'm fucked up. I'm dressed like a ninja turtle. I'm telling everybody, <laughs> Jake, you would be so disappointed in me. So the girl who, like, I didn't know this girl, but we ended up camping together. Her name is Brittany, and. She, her first photos that she saw of me, she added me on Facebook before we had to camp together. And the first photos she saw of me were dressed like a man from fucking Dragon Con. And she Uh was like, hell yeah, this girl's (laughs) going to be fun. So she went to the dollar store and bought these Ninja Turtle costumes. And uh, she showed up the first day. We set up our camp and she was like, look, I brought you a Ninja Turtles costume. Are you going to wear it? And I was like, fuck yeah, I will. And they were for like six year olds so they were really fucking skin tight and we had to cut the feet off of them and they became capri (laughs) pants because they were like for children. Yeah. So we ended up wearing those around and I was like "All right, if we're going to do this then we have to know which Ninja Turtle we are this is important Uh because people will ask us. So she had the purple and I was like you're Donatello and I had the red and I was like I'm Michelangelo Uh. fucking Raphael. (laughs) So the whole goddamn day all these people were like oh it's the Ninja Turtles and I was like we gotta say our lines. It's cowabunga dude and uh, every fucking time they did it I was just like hell yeah brother and I was like fuck I mean cowabunga dude god damn it Um, so yeah anyways I had the red bandana and I was telling everybody I'm fucking they're like who are you and I was like Michelangelo bitch and then I would like run away you know and I got to a food truck and this lady was like now do you know which one you are and I was like hell yeah brother cowabunga dude I'm Michelangelo and she was like no you're not and i was like yeah i am he's red and she was like no no you're Raphael." and i was like fuck i've been telling everybody all day like a dumb bitch jake will be so disappointed in me but anyways we we're dressed like these ninja turtles i saw alicia taylor again i recognized her again because this time you know i'm like it is her i saw mm-hmm, her red mm-hmm. ass hair and i was like not her red ass hair. I, yeah i
1: was, i was curious
0: there but she's in a group called the cherry bombs and they are the only performers at this music festival that aren't in a band they do like the burlesque uh sideshow type shit where they're doing the like ropes and oh, fire kind breathing of like, and shit
1: yeah yeah, yeah stuff. it was okay.
0: cool as fuck so anyways i saw her with her whole group of yeah. cherry bombs at night and were dressed like turtles i was like alicia taylor i saw you at the airport please take a photo with me and she was like okay <laughs> sure so we got these really <laughs> shitty photos and i was like fucking finally that's what's up. Oh, that's neat. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. Let's see. We are on the charts in Peru, so hmm. hi, guys. That's pretty welcome. cool. Yeah, welcome to the fucking show. Should well, we
1: tell them what show they're listening to? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, so, you might. For you guys out there in Peru, you're listening to Death by Music Podcast. Uh, I am Jake, and I'm here with uh, Alex. And, of course, Cassie is out.
0: She just had the baby. Yeah,
1: she just had the baby. So For those of you that have been following... Uh last couple episodes he was served an eviction notice, uh did not comply.
0: Mhm. Oh yeah, she had to have an emergency C-section.
1: Oh, so did they you know did, that? I did not know that. So they uh yeah, wow.
0: They were like get the fuck out of here. It he was like
1: a week late, too.
0: Yeah, so it was a whole like shit show honestly because I think like the way she described it to me, it sounded like the hospital forgot to schedule her. Um because oh, they were like
1: a bunch of dicks.
0: Yeah, she went in the day of for her for like an ultrasound and they were like "Ooh, yeah he's not fucking trying to do this anytime soon but you have to, we're gonna have to schedule indu- an induction yeah so like ai don't know all these days go by and they had said they would call her to schedule it and then they never fucking called her and then they sent her this weird text message that looked like spam. Yeah, she was like, what the fuck? So she called them up and was like, hey, hello, like I'm supposed to have a baby. And they told me like they wanted to do it last week and it's now this week. And what the fuck? And they were like, oh, my God, actually, that's so crazy. We just got the fax in the mail that we had to schedule an appointment. She was like, fax, bitch. What the fuck? <laughs> in also, the mail. faxes are like immediate. Yeah. So why did it take you a week? Anyways, they finally scheduled her and she came in like the very next day. And then they ended up having to do the emergency C-section. But anyways, mm. all is well. We're good. So that's the update on Cassie. I did post a little picture of her and Bebe in the Facebook group and on our Facebook page. We for Death by Podcast Team. Sure. So today we have an article. This is Lincoln Park response to school shooting. And this happened a long ass time ago by Daniel Dirk Holtz on ABC News. Jake, you want to take over this article? Yeah. I mean... Okay. I'm going to read a little thing because it wasn't mentioned in that article. But the whole reason why I even picked it up is because he used Linkin Park lyrics in some letters. From Liquisearch.com, here's a quote about the letters that he wrote. This dude's name is Charles Andrew Williams, the, the kid who did the school shooting or shooting or whatever. Following the shooting, Friends of Williams said on NBC's Today that Williams was a huge fan of the rock band Linkin Park. On Today, host then read the lyrics, "'Cause I'm dipped closer to the edge and I'm about to break.'" From uh, one of Williams' favorite tracks on the band's album, *Album Hybrid Theory. Also in a note to his father attempting to explain his actions, Williams wrote, I tried so hard and got so far, but in the end it doesn't even matter. Which is from the song, In the End. The supposed connection between the shooting spree and Linkin Park was subsequently widely reported in the media. And Jake is going to read one of the reports from March 8th of 2001.
1: In the latest attempt to link music and school violence, the songs of California pop metal band Linkin Park are being implicated in Monday's Santa Fe, California shooting in which a 15-year-old Charles Andy Williams opened fire on his Santana High School uh, schoolmates killing two and wounding 13.
0: Two things. Pop metal band? Aren't they a new metal?
1: Uh, they, they probably, I don't know if they had a label for it at this point. Hmm. 2001. They, right. I think it was new metal.
0: Also, this is Santee, California, not Santa Fe. Is it Santa Santee, Fe in New Mexico? Oh, I thought
1: they abbreviated it. Santee, I'm sorry, Santee, California. Is
0: Santa Fe New Mexico? Where's Yes. Santa okay. <laughs> the same fucking thing, really. I bet really. You, there's got to be a Santa Fe somewhere in California. I just know California. someone's going to be like, um, it's Santee, it's not Santa Fe. But yeah,
1: well, you have to keep in mind that we do not know 80% about what we're talking about. So. And we
0: do not know how to read very well. Yes. Very good.
1: Yeah. I'm still trying to learn and... and I'm many decades old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like the trouble is your eyes are just going to get worse from here. Yeah. So, it's no, I'm too working late on to it. learn how to read.
1: Yeah. <laughs> a friend of Williams appearing on NBC's Today show said that William Williams was a fan of the band and that he was influenced by three th- <laughs> Fucking spit. Just out of nowhere. It's like just <laughs> like starting to drool. Oh right. my god.
0: Now, speaking of that, we're never going to get through this. But speaking yeah. of that, I um, inhaled a bunch of spit in Dave Parker's office the other day.
1: Was it yours?
0: It was mine. Oh, okay. it was, uh, yeah, uh, I guess that's important <laughs> to know. It was my spit, but I inhaled it and then I started fucking dying. And he was like, you know, I have a book that I can lend you. I'm reading it right now and it's called Breathe. <laughs> and it's like teaches you. It just basically is saying that like we're breathing the wrong way. And I was yeah. like, yeah, no fucking shit. I am, so I would love to read that when you're done with it, because I still, I'm fucking almost 30 years old, and I still haven't figured out how to breathe properly. Right. All right.
1: Okay, let's start this paragraph over. Okay. Uh, a friend of Williams appearing on NBC's Today Show said that Williams was a fan of the band and that he was influenced by three songs on the band's Hybrid Theory album, One Step Closer, Paper Cut, and In the End. Linkin Park released a one-sentence statement about the shooting via its publicist. It reads... Like everyone else, we are extremely saddened by these events and our hearts go out to the families and friends of the victims. Pretty standard issue statement there.
0: Yeah. It like, shouldn't even have to be said.
1: Yeah. What I, were they going
0: to do? Be like, fuck yeah, man. No, of course not.
1: Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean.
0: But this is the time when people are like trying to link crimes and shit to, to metal and music and what people are listening to. And it's just like. No, they did it because they're probably a little bit fucked up. You know, they needed therapy. Yeah. Not because they listened to a song and the song was like, bleh.
1: In an interview conducted with Wall of Sound last month, Linkin Park guitarist Brad Delson addressed the topic of the band's lyrics, uh, which are written by vocalist Chester Bennington and MC Mike Shinoda. Uh, According to Delson, whatever influence they have should be viewed as positive, not negative. We're definitely dealing with really dark themes, he said. But I think that's what's positive. When I was growing up, music always music was always really important in my life. If I ever had a problem, I'd sit in my room and listen to music and I'd feel like I'd feel like hey, I'm not alone. I can relate to these uh, other groups that are feeling this way and they'd make me feel okay. There's a misconception that angry music is going to make somebody angry. That's absolutely true. I think it's cathartic and I think that a lot of kids who do have problems, they can relate to the lyrics and go, "Oh, it's okay to feel that way. I'm not uncool if I feel insecure. We've all had problems growing up. Shit, you have to deal with as a kid and even as a young adult." I can't speak for Chester and Mike because these are personal things that that they are dealing with. They're telling stories and trying to describe emotions that are very significant to them. They're doing it in a way that says, "Here's a feeling I have." And a lot of this a lot of their themes seem to be universal. Chester and Mike are really trying to be honest and not say, hey, we're the coolest guys, grab your 40. You know what I mean? It's not that. It's about, hey, uh, here are some problems that we've had. We're trying to address them on the record without it being like poor me. We're trying to be as much ourselves as we can.
0: We've all probably heard it before where people are like, oh, God, how can you listen to that all the time? Actually, Dave Parker specifically, like he uh, he's a coworker of mine He's mentioned on many episodes. If you guys don't know who he is, he's the one that scares Cassie because he used to be a meteorologist. And she said, "Your face reminds me of a natural disaster." Um, <laughs> so, anyways, he does not understand heavy music, and he's like, "Doesn't it just make you angry?" And I'm like, "No, actually, it's pretty chill. Like, I don't, I know it, it doesn't make me mad."
1: No, um, I, I've listened to it angry before, but it doesn't. Yeah, make me angry.
0: I think what uh, would be a real problem is if all music just ignored the pain that comes with being a human you know it like i think the problem with the days of the past is that people didn't feel comfortable to express their uncomfortable emotions Mm -hmm. like they wouldn't talk about depression they wouldn't talk about mental health and that was an, an incredibly toxic society to grow up in yeah so when all of these bands started being real and honest about it then you're like okay because i thought it was just me because nobody talks about it and so you've kind of realized that you have a community of people and you have support like it's if chester bennington is going through some shit and he's the lead singer of this huge fucking band that's famous and you think that he's got everything but he's talking about it he's talking about his problems and his depression and whatever then you're like oh shit all right it's not just me if he's going through it too I can get through it
1: if you take out the whatever it is that they're singing about, and, and you're just complaining about heavy music being heavy. I mean, I I, I don't know what to tell you. It sounds yeah. good to me. Yeah, I like heavy music. I like Lincoln Park's awesome. I, I I didn't you know I didn't care for them much when they first came out, and I never really listened to them up until fairly recently. I, I want to say within the last fifteen years or so. I was
0: going to say recent because I remember I never listened to them. I. I knew I got to know who they were through you, and yeah. so I was curious. I was gonna say what was your experience discovering them and getting into them because I know there was one particular album that you had and you would play in the car yeah
1: so if, i'm I'm trying to remember I didn't actually have any of their CDs except for minutes to midnight. I might have streamed one
0: uh it says two thousand seven maybe it, well, it was streaming a thing back then. I seem to remember riding around... Was it around, that far back? Cause that was 2007, yeah. I, I seem to remember riding around in a car. That was 15 years ago.
1: Okay, so that's... that's Yeah, that album is the one that... That's the first one that I ever... Well, actually, like I said, it's the only one that I've ever had by them because the rest of the time I just stream it.
0: You know, it could have been streaming because um, I know, like, I could have visited you here before I actually moved here. Um, i probably come up to Virginia, like, once every year or two.
1: Probably. I don't I, don't I kinda really don't know. remember. Oh yeah, but that's
0: the album with Bleed It Out, Shadow of the Day. What yeah, I've that's done. that's
1: got the Transformer song on it. When they first came out, I was just like, eh, whatever. And then it was it was there you know, I did the same thing with Slipknot too. Because mm-hmm. Slipknot was out around the same time. At that time I did not care for screamy metal like that. Yeah. Like I could barely do Pantera and I love Pantera now.
0: Yeah, but, it takes it takes a little bit to get used to it. And I think that's why a lot of people are so turned off by this type of music because they don't give themselves the chance to get used to it. They hear it once and they're like, I don't fucking like that. But I mean, you
1: sound angry and
0: anyways, give it a chance. And I'm glad it seems that we are moving away from the era of blaming, you know, this is like the time when people are blaming video games for violence. Oh, they still do that. Yeah, that's
1: that. That's been going going on for decades and decades. And there's it's not going to it's never going to go away.
0: Yeah. You know, so. they're going
1: to blame video games. They're going to blame music.
0: Anything that, uh, you know, the movies. kids are doing. Anything the kids are doing. Yeah. Is, and it's like, bad. no,
1: it's your fault. Yeah. You know, because you weren't doing anything, probably.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, you weren't paying attention. You're you're just fucking them over, you know?
0: Yeah. what I, I think what kids need, if they are experiencing these extreme emotions, is some form of therapy and, like, someone that they can talk to and a healthy place to grow up, but... They have shitty parents. Yeah, and if they don't have that, then the only form of therapy is this kind of music that is talking about these same exact feelings. So yeah,
1: and and for those of you, uh, those of you who have never listened to Lincoln Park, they're they're not heavy. They're not Slipknot heavy, but they're no. still.
0: That's why they called it pop metal, I think, because they're one of the bands that actually kind of broke through to the mainstream. Like we yeah. play them on my variety station.
1: Yeah, they're. They got some hard songs in there, but they got really good stuff. I I highly recommend going and listening to them.
0: Mm -hmm. And we are going to cover Chester Bennington in our upcoming season five. I can't tell you when it's going to start coming out because we're just kind of waiting for Cassie to get through these first few months of having a human to take care of. So we're going to give her some time to adjust and see where she's at and if we can start recording at some point so uh chester bennington is coming up in that season in the meantime if you are itching for more content you know we've had more people signing up for our patreon because we have a whole bunch we've got 30 published episodes up there right now the most recent one being metallica versus napster and that one was about an hour long that one was i had fun
1: yeah, that was a fun episode, indeed. Yeah, not it? Definitely.
0: And then we've got we've got our twenty-seven club C's series up there and a whole bunch of other shit that we've mentioned on previous mini episodes. So make sure you guys check out the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash death by podcast team. It's only five dollars a month. And like I said, you'll get thirty you'll get access to thirty episodes that are up there right now. And then we do two additional episodes every month. Um, some topics that I've been interested in covering. Uh, The Sinead O'Connor deal where she went up on. She's always been like a protest type of artist. Mm -hmm. She feels like if you're not using your voice to bring awareness to certain issues, then you're wasting your platform, basically. And so she went up on stage on Saturday Night Live and sang her song and like ripped up a piece of a fucking uh, she ripped up a picture of pope john paul ii and it was like fuck everyone was like "What?" oh uh, i think
1: i vaguely remember that
0: yeah and that was in protest yeah. of the sexual abuse happening in the catholic church and so it was yeah. a big deal at the time and everybody like blacklisted her and so they're actually coming out with a documentary about this whole thing mm. and like her her career as an artist and i was like fuck i never even i mean that that was huge and i never even thought about that so i'm like we could do a deep dive on a patreon episode for that yeah um so yeah thank you guys thanks garrett uh for sending us in some topics i think we're gonna do the screaming jay hawkins one next time in honor of halloween and if you guys have any suggestions for us you can send them in a various number of ways like garrett did you could instagram message us email us death team at gmail.com so can send us a message on patreon go to the facebook group which is death by music podcast fans there are many ways to contact us. You know? You could just screech into the void and one of us will hear it, I'm sure. <laughs> but Yeah, thanks for listening and make sure that you rest in peace. Later.